Hey, everybody, good morning, young and old in the United States and outside the United States, within Pennsylvania, down to Florida, over to California, all of the listenership. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rand Podcast. My, my pets are fighting. It is a typical Tuesday morning here in Scranton. Uh, chilly this morning. There was actually a lot of dew this morning. So when the dogs went out, their feet got really wet. Um, interesting football game last night, too. It's too easy to bet the favorites sometimes. And I think coming off of Sunday, where a lot of the favorites covered... And the, at least the ones that come to mind are like the San Francisco 49ers covered, even though they were coming off a, um emotional win at the Rams. So sometimes that's going to happen. But when you get a, a game that looks too easy, like the um, Kansas City Chiefs at home, only laying seven, you can't take that game. I mean, sometimes you'll win, like with that 49er game. But most of the time, if it's too easy, especially on a primetime game like that, um, either don't take the game or go the other way. I mean, if you're too scared to take the Raiders because they suck, then just don't take the game, you know. But um, don't take the easy pick that everybody is taking, you know. It's like getting into crypto when Bitcoin's at its high, you know. It's like all the millennials playing the stock market in 2021 because it had gone up a lot, you know? Like, you don't want to get to the party. There's no, there's never any easy money out there. Let's put it that way, you know? You got to get to the party before it starts, not when it's too late. So that's just a little life lesson there from a, from a boomer to the millennials, you know? These are things that I tell my, uh, my nephews. <clears throat> anyway, it is a nice Tuesday morning. As you can tell, my voice is like cracking and stuff like that. I haven't really completely woken up. I think I was just a little dehydrated last night, so I got to drink more water. And I'm probably not doing the right thing, drinking coffee. But I got a bunch of things going on this morning. I'm doing laundry. I'm straightening up the house because the cleaning lady's coming tomorrow. Um, I was watching a little bit of a movie. I was listing some coins on eBay. Just a lot of stuff going on. Oh, and I was looking on Twitter. And before we get to that, um, check out Three Rivers Apparel on Twitter, on the internet, on Facebook, anywhere where you look to buy products or you just look to check things out. Because Three Rivers Apparel has some really cool t-shirts. They have some parody pirate shirts that are really funny about Bob Nutting and stuff. Um, they have parody Steeler shirts about Matt Canada or just regular pirate stuff, you know, and Steeler stuff. So check them out. I know that their shirts are top quality, you know. I like the funny things that they um, put on the shirts. But the bottom line is that the shirts are really top quality. And they also have um, sweatshirts and stuff like that as we're heading into the cooler season. So check those dudes out. And then I'll get a little bit into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. So I'm on Twitter. And I noticed Buck O'Burner. It was just some dude that's been out there. Pretty much a fanboy, I think. Um, doesn't really understand like how baseball works because he's only ever watched the Pittsburgh Pirates and listened to the fanboy media. You know, I mean, the Pirates are so screwed up. You know, you have to really follow other teams like the Atlanta Braves uh, or the Cardinals or at least somebody that knows what they're doing or spends money like the Phillies or the Padres. Just not the Pirates, you know. 
because they're doing everything wrong in general, you know? So they made a comment that reminded me of Travis Swaggerty. They were like, oh, well, Henry Davis, they're not, we were talking about Henry Davis and the stupid shit that he's doing with the autographs instead of focusing on um, bettering his game. And we're talking about Henry Davis, who batted 207 in double A, and he gets hurt too much because he stands too close to the plate and all this stuff, right? Can't stay healthy, which is bad for a prospect. Uh, and it reminded me of Travis Swaggerty because um, Buck O'Burner said, oh, well, Henry Davis would be in AAA already if he hadn't gotten hurt. And about a year ago, and Travis Swaggerty always has batted shitty in the minors, right? Um, like he's batted 250, 260, something like that. Not someone that you would you would promote if you were running a regular organization like the Braves or the Cardinals or the Phillies or the anybody, just about anybody else out there. You know, you would only promote guys that are really knocking on the door, right? Knocking on the door by doing ex- exceptionally well in the minor leagues, um, which is just like Andy Rodriguez right now, you know? So he's the only one that I could think of that's really knocking on the door, you know? Um, I'm sure there's other guys performing, but he's the only guy that comes to mind as, as really knocking on the door. Somebody that the Cleveland Guardians would um, promote to the major leagues. But there's this idea as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and especially guys like um, Stumpy. Uh, he is a, um, a writer for one of the papers. Uh, just a kid, really, Alex Stump. And he just gets sucked into all the... Um, they, they pretty much feed him garbage and he eats it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he doesn't really know how another organization is run because he's only really been with the Pirates, you know? And they tell him what they want to tell him. And he reports what they tell him. So you have guys like Stumpy. You have guys like Pirates Fan Forum that are like, oh, we need to give this guy an extended look. We need to give that guy an extended look. He deserves an extended look. Well, you know what? None of these guys deserve extended looks unless they're knocking on the door, right? Knocking on the door like Andy Rodriguez. So they that's the problem with the Pirates is that anybody who gets drafted high gets like 350 at-bats. And there's never been like a more glaring example than Cole Tucker. I mean, the guy never really showed anything anywhere to say that he's a baseball player. But because you drafted him in the first round, you're just going to throw him on your team, you know, for like parts of three seasons. Just because, well, he's making the minor league minimum, you know, major league minimum. And... You were dumb enough to, you know, to use a draft pick on him. I mean, that's not how the way you should run your organization. So you should never make a stupid comment like, oh, this guy would be here if this didn't happen. Or this guy would be here if this didn't happen. They are where they should be, you know, unless they are knocking the hell out of the baseball, you know, or just getting guys out consistently, you know. Because even then, you know, even only the best of the best will make it to the major leagues. Uh, And I've talked about guys who have failed, like Torkelson, um, you know, and pitchers who have failed. Like, well, there's a guy that's on the Cardinals right now. He pitched against the Pirates uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, Let me find him. Hang on. 
Okay, I had to go back and check. Remember, I can't do it during my podcast anymore because that's part of the um, the bug. I have to stay on the podcast. I have to stay on the app because if I go to other sites like MLB.com or Baseball Reference, it kind of screws up my um, app, and that's where I run into problems and have to re-record my podcast. So anytime I leave the site now, I have to stop it and then check it out and then start it again. But Matthew Libertor, okay, here's a guy who was a high draft pick for the Cardinals. He did pretty well in the minors. Not a major league pitcher, right? At least right now. They know it, you know, and which is why they threw him out there against the Pirates in the last game of the year, because they're not going to waste a roster spot on this guy in the playoffs. Now, the Cardinals are done anyway. They just didn't have enough pitching in general. But my point is that, um, you know, even the best performers in the minor leagues don't all make it in the major leagues. So if you are promoting guys who suck in the minor leagues or are just, I don't know, doing okay in the minor leagues, guys like um, Travis Swaggerty, guys like um, Cole Tucker, uh, and there's a myriad of guys like that out there, Bly Madris. Um, I mean, at least a good example of someone who's who excels in the minor leagues but doesn't have, it's not good enough to make it in the majors. It's probably like a Hoy Park or even like a Cal Mitchell, you know. Thus far, Cal Mitchell has looked not the part, you know, not quite good enough in the major leagues. He's really good in the minors, you know, and he improves in the minors. Shit, he got his average up to like 360 in the minors. But not everybody can do it at the highest level, you know, the major league level. So you can't make some stupid comment like, oh, well, if Henry Davis didn't get hurt, he would already be in AAA. Or if Travis Swaggerty didn't get hurt, he would already be in the majors. That's not the way to look at it. The way to look at it is if this guy really busts his ass and gets better, then maybe he'll have a chance at getting promoted to the majors. You know, that's the way that actual teams look at it. You know, it's just common sense, really. But when you have a team that doesn't care about winning, that's just trying to keep the payroll low, like the Pirates, they will promote just about anybody, even Bly Madris, you know, who obviously was never a major league player. Nice guy, you know, but never had the talent to be a major league player, you know. I mean, he batted 150. For some reason, um, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays picked him up. Maybe they see something in him, like the work ethic or something like that, that they want him to be on their AAA team. Maybe he's going to be a coach for Tampa Bay somewhere down the road because he's such a great baseball mind. And, you know, he works hard. But he's not good enough to be a major league player. You know, I wouldn't think. unless You never know because the Rays do some crazy shit, man. I mean, the Rays pick up some really scrappy um, relief pitchers and turn them into effective relief pitchers. So never say never with the Tampa Bay Rays. But here's the thing. The Tampa Bay Rays are a good organization. The Cleveland Guardians are a good organization. The Atlanta Braves and the Cardinals are good organizations. Now, the Phillies and the, and the Padres are not good organizations, but they spend the money, and they spend so much money that they were able to reach the divisional round of the playoffs. You know, So you got to do one or the other. You know, you got to either know what you're doing or you got to spend stupid money, and the Pirates do neither. You know, they're the cheapest team 
and the dumbest team. <laughs> At least as far as I can see, there's not a dumber team out there. So expecting the Pirates not to lose 100 games next year is probably not good, you know. You should probably expect them to lose 100, and then if they don't, you'll be pleasantly surprised, you know. That's the way you should look at it. But it's just this whole fanboy media thing and the stupid things that they say on Pirates Fan Forum. And God, Stumpy says the dumbest stuff sometimes, you know. So he just thinks every prospect is going to be great because they're nice to him and he's a nerdy guy and they take him out to dinner or something, you know. Very few of these prospects are going to make it in the major leagues. And any little thing that you're doing can affect that, you know. Like Henry Davis wasting his time complaining about people trying to profit off of his autograph is not being helpful to, you know, maybe batting better than 207 in AA, considering you're a 1-1 pick and you're already 23 years old. Maybe you should focus on your baseball, unless you just want to quit and be a politician, you know, because nobody's going to care what you say if you're not good at baseball, you know. I mean, get good at baseball first. And then you can be a spokesperson for whatever, you know, whatever's floating your boat at the time. But at least for now, while you're in double A, maybe you should focus on being a better baseball player, you know. And Henry Davis did hit a double yesterday. He does have some talent, but I wouldn't I wouldn't really um, take anything that happens in the Arizona Fall League too seriously because all the hitters do well in the Arizona Fall League, especially the team that the Pirates are on. They played some really bad pitching so far. I mean, the team got seven runs yesterday, um, and Henry Davis went one for two, you know? So it's not exactly like this is a great thing. It shows you that he has some talent, you know? And he was a good hitter in his final year um, in college. You know, he was the best college hitter. He had a great year, right? But I really think he's living off of his ego right now because, you know, guys like Alex Stump will come out on their podcast to be named later and just say how amazing he is, you know, and just the leadership skills that he shows and the way that all the other players look up to him and the way he commands respect. I mean, he just, they're just like laying it on, you know? And then the Pirates will do the same thing. Oh, this is Captain Henry Davis, you know? Let's have him on our, let's have him on our um, show, you know, at the Major League game and we'll interview him and he's Captain Henry Davis, you know? He's a hero, all this stuff. Meanwhile, he hasn't done anything yet, you know? The guy has not done anything in the minor leagues yet other than he did well in Greensboro and everybody does well in Greensboro. I mean, Matt Frazier was an MVP in Greensboro last year um, and he really did not do well at all in AA this year. And that's the same thing with um, Nick Gonzalez. I mean, he finished so strong last year in um, not only in... uh, Greensboro, but he carried some of that um, optimism over to Altoona. And then it just, he hit a wall, you know, he hit a wall because um, the pitching is better. You know, he's a smallish guy. He's not a power hitter and he's trying to hit for power. Just, they're not really teaching Nick Gonzalez the right things, you know, to just be a good hitter and not worry about home runs. Um, And this is a problem with a lot of the um, Pirates minor league players. You know, they don't really get the best advice. You know, at the end of the day, I don't blame it on the coaches. I blame it on the player, you know, because if you're good enough, you'll find a way. 
But And most of the guys the Pirates draft are not good enough. But even some of the ones that are, they get really bad advice, you know, or they get treated badly, like Rowanzi Contreras, you know, um, because they're manipulating his service time and they don't want his stats to be too good. So they're taking him out of games where he's doing well and going towards the win and leaving him in games where he's doing bad. Basically, they're just messing with his head at this point, you know. I mean, that's terrible that you finally get a couple of guys that have real talent and you're messing with their head, you know, which is why you need a guy like Brian Reynolds around, you know, to be like, these coaches are kind of fucked, you know, just watch me. You know, I did it on my own. Um, You need those guys around like Mitch Keller and uh, Brian Reynolds. And I think that Mitch Keller will be extended. And I think that Brian Reynolds will be shown the door within a calendar year of this podcast. I expect those two things to happen. So we'll see if that does happen. But my whole point is that you really got to change your thinking as a Pirates fan. You know, maybe you ought to do what I do and just block all these fanboys because it's just noise. You know, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because they've only followed the Pirates. And I'm not saying that I'm right all the time. You know, I was wrong about some some of my calls on prospects. Everybody likes to say Mason Martin. But, I mean, I was wrong about Matt Frazier having a great year, too. And I had overrated Nick Gonzalez, you know. And, I don't know, I just learned a lot about baseball in the last year, or at least minor league baseball in the last year, doing this podcast. And I learned about I learned a lot about how the Pirates do things, and how fanboy media works, and just how it's all really bad, you know. And, first of all, you just need to change the way this organization is run because right now they're only run to save money. You know, you're just going to get waves of prospects that weren't really, you know, you didn't really get the right prospects in the first place. You didn't really give them the tools to succeed. And then you're going to bring them up here and wonder why they're not performing. You know, I mean, even that, even either they weren't good enough or, you know, they're going to be good enough someday but not in this organization, you know, and that is the Pittsburgh Pirates, you know, and I don't know, people just, they, they do have hope as a plan, you know, these Pirates fanboys, you know, they're hoping that the Pirates take a leap next year, but there's nothing pointing to it because they're not the Orioles who have a good um, general manager and, tr- and are trying to win at this point. They're certainly not the Guardians. They're definitely not the Rays. You know, they're the Pirates, you know. There's only one Pirates. There's only one team that could be this cheap and this bad, both, you know, and that's the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that's your podcast for today. Enjoy the rest of the week. Tomorrow's hump day. Beautiful, abundant sunshine today. So get out and enjoy the fresh air. Peace.